Welcome to Happily Ever After, the podcast where we talk about life's big stories, from breakups and breakdowns to icky secrets and happy endings. It's the stuff that makes us human. I'm your host, Hannah Harvey. I'm a writer and a parenting blogger at mumsdays.com. I'd be really grateful if you could subscribe and leave a review because it basically means more people can find the podcast. And I also absolutely love hearing from you. So please do contact me through Instagram at mumsdays, M-U-M-S-D-A-Y-S with any of your stories um, and any thoughts you might have on the episode or any questions. You can find all the details from this episode in the show notes. Hello and welcome to Happily Ever After. It's me, Hannah, and today I'm joined by Katie. Hello, everybody. And I say it like that because you're not feeling great, are you, Bab? Oh, yeah, no. Got a few things going on. Hmm. So we want to talk about and take this opportunity to talk about self-esteem. Yes, because I think I'm struggling with that a little bit at the minute. And having we've had like a bit of a preamble discussion about this and I relate hard especially in like as you're in the the flow of post breakup situation yeah so I think basically what happened at the end of my relationship was I was living with um, my partner but he had decided that he was struggling a little bit with living with me he wasn't too keen on it in the first place so um, we decided to split up and it's left me in a sort of fairly vulnerable place I think where like I am worried that I'm not good enough and my self-esteem is a bit low and I think it's affecting me in other parts of my life as well um which is why we thought we'd talk about it on the podcast today definitely because yeah <clears throat> some of the stuff that you've told me about I'm like yes I definitely had that yeah um and I think one of the the big ones that stuck out was that feeling that you're going to get told off yeah yeah yeah. And being afraid of doing something wrong. Yeah. In case you get caught out. Yeah. Yeah, so I think it's it's funny. Self-esteem is a funny thing, actually, because, like, we think of it as something that's internal, but actually it's completely based on what other people, what we think other people think of us, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, And that's what can boost it. Of course you can boost it yourself as well, but um, that's what affects it. Um, and that's why I think that it's mine's gone downhill after a breakup because you worry that you're not good enough, you know, um, and then it can have knock on effects in other areas as well. For sure. Mm-hmm. So I think <clears throat> the big thing that came out of therapy for me was um, I was basically frozen in a place of fear. Mm-hmm. I couldn't move. Mm-hmm. I was completely boxed myself in. I didn't know what to do. And in order to get out, we had to look at, um, I'm trying to remember what he called it, but it was basically like what was the underlying theory that my brain had about myself. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we had to, that was it, we had to move from theory A to theory B. Um, But it's quite a bit of probing around and looking for evidence so you can actually say to your brain, no, look, I'm not shit. (laughs) That's all right, look, I've done these things. Yeah. But it takes a bit of work and a bit of practice and you need to establish what it is you think in the first place yeah yeah because well I mean so you you, it starts in childhood 
mm-hmm. um, and you build your self-esteem based on like you, your childhood circumstances. And then if you get into the habit of negative self-talk and things like that, then it's really easy to just go back to that when something happens, yeah. I think. Um, and so if you, your natural state is negative self-talk, then you're naturally going to have low self-esteem at moments like this, you know? And so you do have to teach yourself that other narrative so that you've got that to go to as well. Yeah. But I think the main thing of getting out is you can't think your way out of it. Yeah. You have to act. That's right, yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, there's a great book called The Confidence Code. Mm -hmm. Um, And the big takeaway I got from that is confidence comes from action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like you literally, you know, say coming to the podcast today, we can sit and be nervous as much as we want. (laughs) Yeah. But like until we actually sit down and talk, Mm -hmm. we are never going to get past the nervousness. That nervousness. You just have to sit down and do it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, But yeah, back in like a year and a half ago before I started the podcast and, uh, and being like back online, I was just like... I couldn't even do an Instagram post. Yeah. It just felt too much. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when your self-esteem is that low, you have to strip everything back. Like there's loads of, you know, all this kind of stuff online about thinking big and mm. go big or go home mm-hmm. or, you know, discipline, we're going to do this thing and we're going to force ourselves into the place but when your self-esteem is on the floor, mm-hmm. it that kind of thinking just didn't work for me. No, because you just think um, you think of the bigger picture, and you think, "Well, I'm never going to get there." Yeah, I'm literally. If I said to, if you'd said to me mm-hmm. in June 2022 mm-hmm. that we would be recording episode, what is this? Sixty something. Seventy something. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be seventy I would be like, you're having a fucking laugh. And I would have just got back into bed and been like, there's no way I could do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. So you almost have to just celebrate the little wins, I guess, until you're feeling in a better place. And get started and just know that idea. Like, you don't have to come up with all 70 episodes on (laughs) in June 2022. Yeah. We've just come up with this now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like, ideas come in time and you have to give them space. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you do. Um, And also, like... If you if you just if you expecting yourself to write seventy episodes of a podcast, it isn't going to happen, is it? You know, you just need to start with one and then yeah, yeah, build from there. Exactly, and so that was one of the big takeaways. So my um, theory A in my brain was mm-hmm. I'm not good enough, and mm-hmm. there was something linked to like if anybody anybody calls me out for being lazy, I'm giving mm-hmm. away all the secrets here, so you can like troll me. Yeah, but. <laughs> That really, really upsets me. Like yeah. I'm, I somewhere in me believe that I'm a lazy, inherently lazy yeah. person. Yeah. And I know that's not true. Like, yes, there are times when I need to rest and things like that. But for the most part, I'm always doing something. Yeah. Um, but there is something in me that can't bear the idea that I come across as lazy. Yeah. Yeah. I've I got don't that know as well. Why. No. Um, yeah. I I think it might be like. Um, working class thing 
you know uh, like yeah, a, work ethic yeah you need to work hard to make money otherwise you're gonna die <laughs> you know that I sort mean, of thing which is how the world works yeah it is um but like not always <laughs> no but and, not always know, there's a huge th- movement towards like um working smart yeah. and working part-time but making sure it all counts yeah and it's not lazy if you're not doing something all the time you know yeah and the way my brain works is i need a lot of space in mm-hmm. order to come like to come and record full pa- podcast in, in the morning yes and yeah. you know come up with stuff like i mm-hmm. need that space otherwise i just get frazzled we all do yeah just get burnt out mm-hmm. um so yeah, to move from this theory of I'm not good enough, mm. it's like, well, maybe I'm good enough to do one Instagram post. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then from there, one podcast. Mm-hmm. There was an element of being, like, just chucking myself in the deep end once I decided I was ready. Mm-hmm. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that can be as well. <laughs> you throw yourself into something and being like, I am going to prove to everybody in the world that I am good enough and then yeah. burn out. Yeah. Or mess it up. Yeah. You put a lot of pressure on yourself, don't you? Because you think that's the only way out of it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, but it's not. Like, you do just need to take it one step at a time. And know that... that <laughs> There's this feeling of wanting something tomorrow. Yeah. Like the urgency mm-hmm. is quite strong when my low self is when I have low self esteem it's like I need to get this done yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. My my thing is like um like everything's not good enough. <laughs> like yeah. it's not just like um uh, you know you're not good enough in relationships it can be like you're not good enough at work and you're not good enough to your friends you know and it can be like one tiny little thing that trips you up that you would definitely just normally shrug off but if you're having low self-esteem it can really affect you mm-hmm. you know um or you can think a lot about it like for example like if I made a mistake at work or something um and normally I'd be like, well, I am human. We do make mistakes. It's okay. But then when you're in a moment of low self-esteem, you're like, oh my God, I can't even do my job. I need to quit and, you know, just lie in a little ball on the floor for the rest of my life. <laughs> That's how it makes you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, you know, I think there's part of me that knows that that's negative thinking and it's um, not correct thinking, you know, but it doesn't stop those thoughts from happening. Like it's... I guess it's about addressing those thoughts and going, that's because you've got low self-esteem at the minute. Yeah. So do we have ideas for getting out of this? Well, I guess it's all the stuff that you would normally do to take care of yourself. Mm. Um, Which is such an annoying answer. (laughs) I (laughs) hate that answer. (laughs) No, but like... Bullshit, can I not pay somebody to give me self-esteem? Exactly, yeah. (laughs) but like when I've been reading about it and things like it does just say you need to take care of yourself until you feel better like it's just about time so like um, meditation and yoga sort of journaling like um, and and one thing at a time so celebrating the little wins so going like I've got up and brushed my teeth today and you know like got dressed and felt happy about the way that I looked when I in the mirror you know, and that mm-hmm. that is like a massive achievement and celebrating that. Mm. And then and then if you do start celebrating those things, like you can it then that becomes every day 
and you move on to the next thing afterwards. I think Habit that's how building. you build. Yeah, I think that's how you build it back up again. Mm-hmm. But it can be so hard when you're in it. Oh, definitely. Because I guess it's. I mean, it's not. Is it related to depression? I think so. Yeah, I think people who are depressed have low self-esteem. I mean, probably not always. Like. But the two, I guess, kind of go hand in hand. Yeah. Or I guess depression. I once read it described in the um, the upward spiral. Mm-hmm. Really great book about depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and he described it as just kind of not just flatlining, like yeah. not really feeling anything. I don't really care about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, whereas I think probably self esteem might be more related to anxiety. True. Because mm-hmm. that's more of a I just feel. Terrible about terrible everything. about <laughs> myself, but you might still get the highs with lows. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. So you are feeling things, but yeah, maybe more of the shit things. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it's a really tough one, and I think um, comes naturally at the end of any sort of breakup. Yeah. You know what? Like, so um, on a couple of the other podcasts, we've talked about. Um, there being a bit of a crisis of identity at the end yeah. of a relationship and wondering who you are outside of that relationship. And I think naturally with that comes, like, moments where you're like, perhaps I'm not as um, great as I thought I was, <laughs> you know? And that gives you low self-esteem. Definitely. It's that not being enough thing. Like, we, mm. both of us, you know... You were told, I don't want to live with you anymore. I know, yeah. And for that to not have a knock, like, it was bound to have a knock-on effect, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like, as much, you can self-talk your way all the way to the bank, like, I am, it's him, not me. Mm -hmm. But there's still going to be something in there that's going, I wasn't enough. Should have done something different, yeah. Yeah. I guess the surprise to me is, because, like, I I knew that I was going to struggle coming out of the relationship with how I felt about myself in relationships. But I think what's come as the surprise is how much it's affected me in other things as well. So, like, um, I went on holiday recently and um, one of my friends got mildly annoyed at me, which was bound to happen when there was five of us living in a very small space for Mm -hmm. the length of time that we were. But, like, I took it so badly. I was just like oh my God, I'm the worst person in the absolute People world. Can't live with me. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody can stand to be around me and I need to leave the holiday. So <laughs> I know, which is quite sad, isn't it? Because I know that that's not the case. It isn't the case. No. What was the first thing I said to you this morning when I picked you up? I can't remember. It was along the lines of, I'm so glad that you're doing this with me. Oh yeah, that's true. You did say that. That was nice. Yeah. And I know, you know, I do know deep down that I'm not a terrible person, but it's it sneaks into the other part of your life and I think in order to address that you have to just take care of yourself till it goes away yeah my thing that I'm noticing though with you Mm. is that you're an introvert I am and you're like introverting to the max I am doing I'm like please come see me I know. And you think then you're like, no. (laughs) No, I am. No, I will not do that. Hey, I've got plans tonight. (laughs) Oh, and you're so excited about them. Oh no, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think that I know introverts, yes, they need to be at home, but I'm pretty sure they shouldn't be at home all the time on their own. So do you think you do need to do a bit more of 
making yourself do stuff. Yeah, because because you need the it's you need the little wins, and you can't have little wins at home by yourself, really, can you? <laughs> I mean, I guess you can. So, like, I've done. I'm doing a lot of reading and things, and like that's well, probably just distracting me actually I don't know whether that's necessarily a good thing but no I think sitting and take like doing stuff that you genuinely enjoy doing is mm. really important yeah but mm. my version of what you're doing is I'm out all the time yeah mm-hmm. oh well so over the summer I was like going through a traumatic thing with one of my kids mm. and so whenever I was on my own I was like I cannot be on my own in the house yeah so I literally was like pounding the pavements mm-hmm meeting loads of people getting in the sea mm-hmm. um yeah and, and it can be too much yeah yeah and I'm doing now that I'm having something I'm struggling with I'm doing my introverted thing which is to stay in all the time yeah and yeah that's interesting isn't it I guess we probably need to like you needed to go easy on yourself a little bit and stay in more and I probably to spend some more time with some people because yeah. mm. it does it definitely does help yeah, it does. And also, you know, if I'm out all the time, you're in all the time, are we still doing the self-care bit? Yeah, probably not. Because it's like, like, it's like a crutch, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. just leaning just on. Distract myself. Yeah. 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 So I was talking to Josie the other day. Oh, yes. Josie. Who's been on the podcast three times. Lovely. Um, episodes 18 and 55 are particularly excellent ones. Good. Mm-hmm. Um but she was taught, she's got a new coach and she was telling me that um, a, a, like a nice way to look at the week ahead mm-hmm. and to say, right, what would a good week for me look like? Yeah. And try and map them out like these things have to happen. So for her, she had she has to meal prep. Right. Mm-hmm. So she spent Saturday getting all her meals ready for the week and then had a plan for like towards the end of the week when she'd run out. And she said that one change Mm. made a huge difference to her whole week of feeling like she's got her shit together. Yeah. And obviously for her, nutrition's a massive thing. Mm -hmm. So that might not be as important, but equally, you know, if you're busy, you're working, Mm. you've got um, other demands on your time from family and friends and kids or whatever. Mm Making sure that you've got some meals prepped. Yeah. Might be like a real act of self-care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, like my version of that would be to be obsessive about it. Yeah. And map it out to like the nth degree and then that becomes oppressive. Yeah. <laughs> but, so you've got to work on a version like what would make this week easier? Yeah. Um, I know and putting some prep in place because you're having a hard time. That's a really good idea. Mm. I like that and I was trying to think what mine would be I would say having a couple of workouts and doing some yoga yeah yeah that would be mine as well actually planning to go to like (coughs) two yoga classes would be would make my week a lot better yeah Mm. because moving has a really big impact I think on just shifting crap energy Mm, definitely when I saw you on Saturday after our little yoga session on the Friday night Mm -hmm. You were like, oh, I feel so much better for that. I do. I always feel better after it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm not making enough time for it at the minute, actually. I need to find another class. So that'll help me with my self-esteem. It will. I know it will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good idea, Josie. Well done, Josie. So, yeah, just mapping out a few things that at the end of the week, you can say this, this has been a good week because I've done these things. Mm. And 
sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, there's that. <laughs> I am like the most amazing manipulator of my own mind. Yeah, me too. So good at it. Mm. I could literally come up with a reason for anything. Yeah, me too. It's, it's great, incredible. It? So yeah. I'll be like, right, these are the things that I must do to make sure I've had a good week. Get to yoga and I'll be like, I'm too busy. I've got to go get the kids. I've got to do this, got to do yeah. that. Loads of more important stuff. So making sure that you prioritise. It doesn't have to be loads of things. No, it doesn't. And especially going back to what I was saying about my therapist and moving from theory A to theory B, mm. it's actually the baby steps that are important. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you could even just go down to like just having a checklist for a day. Yeah. Which I think is where I was in the summer. I was like, I want to do 10,000 steps. Mm -hmm. I want to get in the sea. Mm -hmm. Everything else is a bonus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you've done those things, it gives you a sense of achievement, which then, in turn, improves your self-esteem. Yeah. Yes, it was a bit distracting, and yes, I was addicted and obsessed. <coughs> but <laughs> yeah, equally... It's kind of part of your personality, though. Yeah. <laughs> so, but equally, at least it was a healthy thing, and I was walking and, you know, all that kind of shit. Yeah. So, you know, getting sunshine on your skin. Mm -hmm. That's something in um, the Upward Spiral book. One of the chapters is talking about getting out and making sure that you're outside yeah. for a portion of the day. I think that's something I need to do more of. Like, I don't necessarily have to be around people if I don't want, no. but I need to just get out because it, it you do feel better. Yeah, so my version of alone time is to be outside or sitting in a coffee shop on my own, mm -hmm. but there's still people around me. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. I need them around me, otherwise I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I've been left alone to die <laughs> with bagels. Oh, bagels. Oh, bagels. I love them. <laughs> um, so I sent you this the other day and we we're both kind of mulling over whether we like it or not. Oh, this bloody thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was do these five things after 7 p.m. and your life will never be the same. Yeah. So number one is reflect. Mm-hmm. That's important. Some time to reflect on the day. I don't do that. No, I don't do that either. My friend Christian, he's big on that. Reflecting on the day. See, I've heard a lot about obviously doing your gratitudes and that's a big AA thing as well. Like Is in it? the seven steps, it's all about gratitude and taking time to notice what you've actually achieved and go, ah, pat on the back. I suppose that is important. Um disconnecting mm, putting your phone down i do like that do you do that no i should <laughs> <laughs> oh my god are these things going to change our lives no we've been slagging them up and now we're like oh, i'm doing it tonight um disconnecting i feel like i do all my catching up after 7 p.m i i can't bear doing anything at all after 7 p.m <laughs> like i'm not interested but i could do some of this stuff on the morning definitely you can't disconnect in the morning you could if you You're wanted already to already disconnected just don't reconnect yeah i had a period at my, when i was living with my mom where i put my phone in the cupboard above her oven um because i just didn't want to look at it and it just lived there for like a few days wow mm, it was i felt much better afterwards there is a lot to sit to be said for that because mm. it's. I know I notice when I'm doing it, I'll be because often I'll, it'll be like right, take Nancy up to bed at six thirty, try and get her asleep for seven. Mm. Often it's not until half seven. Then I've got like fifteen minutes to tidy the kitchen. Then it's on to the next kid. Mm -hmm. 
read to him and then before I know it, it's 9 p.m. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'll just catch up on Instagram. I'll just right. do this, that and the other and I'll, I'll probably still need to do a post. No, I just leave it till tomorrow. Oh, it's too fast. Mm. When you actually go, do you know what? I'm going to put my phone into sleep mode and read my book because mm-hmm. you can't read your Kindle on your phone. Without looking at all the notifications. Because your notifications will come up. So you have to put it into sleep mode and say, right, yeah, that's it now. It's very difficult. It is very difficult, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. But as soon as you do it, there's this, like, release of, oh. Yeah. I don't have to be keeping up with Mrs. Smith over there and no, all really the stuff don't. she's doing that she probably did with the team. You know, I love that about our when we record a podcast. It's like, oh, lovely. I've just had 40 minutes where I haven't looked at my phone at all. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> yeah. Chat. yeah. Okay, the next one is plan for tomorrow. Yeah, not into that. Don't want to plan. No, I don't want to. Well, I don't want to do it after 7 p.m. Oh. Like no. I, I, you'd already got a plan for the next day at some point. Have a quick look in the diary, see what's on, you know, but I don't want to plan for it after 7pm, though. No. I think it might do me good to look at what's on, because every morning I wake up and I go, <gasps> yeah. what am I meant to be doing today? Yeah, that, that's not a good feeling. <laughs> no. It's because it's really early. Yeah. Um, so maybe a little glance. Yeah, okay, a little glance I'll allow. uh breathe breathe yes that's good important we do like breathing so for a little while i was um jambo had given me jambo of podcast fame number xyz Mm -hmm. um he'd given me some acupuncture um homework to do Mm -hmm. so i wasn't getting to do it until i was in bed at like 9 p.m but the nice thing was it just helps you zone out yeah what's the word like you just tap out and disconnect disconnect and breathe and that was really nice although often i'd be scrolling at the same time no no that's terrible (laughs) that is why you ended up with loads of bruises all over your face (laughs) (laughs) they've gone it's fine they have gone um yeah doing i can't imagine i can be asked to do that at 7 p.m i actually often put a yoga nidra on Mm. on a night to go to sleep to and that always has you do some breathing at least at the beginning and I do sleep yeah. better when I do that so that's nice that like just nice. A, like a, so it's like um it's not yoga you don't have to move your body it's just like a meditation yeah um they sort of talk you talk you down don't they it's like a body scan yeah um with like an intention at the beginning and I always feel I've always slept better and um, feel better when I do that before I go to bed. So maybe that's the one thing that I'll allow after 7 p.m. Oh, <laughs> it says read as the other one. Read. Well, definitely into that as well. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll have these points, but also that's a lot to expect of yourself. That's five whole things. Five whole seven. things. Yeah. No, I'm not into it. I suppose, like one of them is not doing something. Yeah disconnecting mm-hmm. to not being on your phone or not being online i know but we are attached to them aren't we you know so it would be a conscious effort to put your phone down after 7 p.m but maybe that's what we've got to do now yeah maybe we're in a new world with a self-esteem pandemic yeah <laughs> probably related to our to little our friends yeah mm-hmm. um yeah maybe you're right 
Okay, so it was reflect, disconnect, plan for tomorrow, breathe, read. I'll do some of those. I'll meet you halfway. Nice. I'm just going to sing then, but I refrained. Good. Um, but as a joke from me, I was like, these are things you shouldn't do after 7 p.m. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's Hannah's list of things you shouldn't do after 7 p.m. Text your ex. Yep, definitely. Don't do that. Shouldn't anyway. Um, eat bagels. Probably not after 7 p.m. It's a big, heavy, stodgy thing of bagel, isn't it? But I'm definitely still going to do it. Oh, me too. So, you know, I'm going to tell you a little story here about Katie. (laughs) On Sunday, when I got home, she was like, did you find your treat? And I was like, what? Because I come in the back door and you posted it through the front. And I got there and she'd sent a little parcel through my letterbox. No one's ever posted a bagel, by the way. (laughs) I know, it was quite (laughs) difficult. (laughs) <laughs> so I opened this parcel and it's got four bagels and a massive cookie that looks more like a scone. It was, yeah. And Which it. was to celebrate Hannah being sober for six years. Yay! My first ever soberversary gift. So thanks, Katie. Yeah, you're very But then welcome. I ate a bagel mm-hmm. and the cookie and I had weird nightmares all night. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> what the fuck was in that cookie? Mm, it was really special. delicious. Yeah, it's from a bakery called Piers in North Shields that I really love. Oh, it was really yummy. But mm. I would recommend don't eat those after 7pm. Yeah, they've got some sort of oniony powder on top that's like Oh, maybe it was amazing. the powder. I wondered if it was the cookie. Could be the cookie. Because it was like a lot of chocolate. It was. Um, scrolling TikTok, yeah. you definitely shouldn't do that. Like Instagram's one thing, but TikTok's like a blast of the senses. Well, and it's got scary things that might turn up in your feed. Yeah, as an eighty-year-old woman, I don't use TikTok. So <laughs> that's not a problem for me. Well, I don't really because I got freaked out. Yeah, so stop doing it. But yeah. occasionally we'll put stuff on, won't we? That's high on our list of things not to do after seven pm. I put do anything that isn't horizontal. Yep. Yeah. Don't do that. No. Unless it's going to toast a bagel. <laughs> no, you're not meant <laughs> no, to be doing bagels. Meant to be doing yeah, bagels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then I said read alien porn, but actually it's quite fun. But, uh, yeah. And so, can you just recap um, the full list for me, please? Absolutely. Um, it is okay. Don't text your ex. Eat bagels. Scroll TikTok. Do anything that isn't horizontal. Read alien porn. But I actually disagree with that last one. I'm going to tell you a book to read. Okay. Because, see, when I look at that list, I think that's a list of things that you like to do after 7pm. Yeah, but I've got to stop doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're right. Um, we're getting an alien porn recommendation. That's what we're waiting for here. Yes. I can't remember what it is. Cool, because it's gone from my thing, but it's something, it's barbar- Barbarian Ice Planet or something. We'll link to it in the show notes. <laughs> By Ruby Dixon. It was very entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hear this, but I'm making like a mildly disgusted face. <laughs> oh, it was quite nice. It was like a sexy version of Beauty and the Beast. But they were aliens. He's an alien, she's a girl. Right. He's a big blue alien. <laughs> Interplanetary. 
it was quite sweet. I liked it. But sexy. What's this podcast about again? <laughs> <laughs> Self-esteem. Oh, yeah. Read something you enjoy. Yeah, okay. And if you enjoy Alien Porn, crack on. Yeah. <laughs> Good advice. Thanks, Anne. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I think something else with self-esteem is distracting. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know we revert back to this quite a bit on this podcast, but sitting with your feelings is a massive part of it. Mm -hmm. And maybe you do just sit there and cry and go, I'm a fuck up and all of that stuff. You kind of need to get that out. Yeah. Otherwise, it's going to live somewhere in you. Mm -hmm. It's an energy. Yeah. So if yeah. you're just pretending and carrying on and being like, everything's fine, everything's fine, we're going to crack that, on, it's yeah. getting stuck somewhere. Well, that's exactly what I did before I went on holiday. Like, I was like, everything's fine, everything's fine, I'm going to be okay. I was not okay. No. Like, <laughs> that's what happens when you ignore it. And then you need someone like me to come and do body work on you. Yeah. And I have to release it all. Yeah. It's not great. No. It's the worst way. <laughs> no, yeah. It's really good. It's, it's uh, an interesting experience. But, yeah, I do think sitting with stuff when you're feeling in a certain way, it, you've got to let it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, if you make plans, don't then talk yourself out of them. Yeah. You've got to commit. I know Which because I am not good at, but yeah, because you you feel better afterwards. You always do. Mm-hmm. If you've gone like this is my perfect week, and it has these things in it, don't talk yourself out of doing them. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you will. Your brain will you go. Will, you yeah. don't need to do this. You'll yeah. feel better if you don't. You'll feel better if you eat this bagel. You'll feel better if you I, lie I, in bed. Yeah, and if I'm like sometimes I'm like oh I'm too tired to go to yoga. I can't do it like I don't have the energy I'll feel better if I don't because I'm too tired already mm-hmm. and I, that is like I've never been to a yoga class and been like that was too exhausting I wish I didn't do it like <laughs> that's not what yoga is so. no you always feel better afterwards yeah it's the same with getting in the sea like you never regret a dip mm-hmm. it doesn't matter how cold it is yeah like yesterday it was pissing freezing yeah but I'm connected with friends mm-hmm. got the cold water vibe and feeling did some walking mm-hmm. you know it was there was nothing bad about that situation yeah good and i'd had some terrible news katie oh no what's the matter uh one of our passports mm. only had two months left on it so we can't go on holiday so as of this recording it would have been tomorrow oh so we were meant to be going to Mallorca, and i had i just hadn't checked yeah just assumed it was fine that could happen to anybody though I know. But the good thing is, is that I think that I think it was a good test of where my self-esteem is right now. Yeah. So I had the cry. I had the panicky, like, what an absolute fuck up. I can't believe I've done this. Yeah. You're so wasteful and lazy. All of that <laughs> yeah. stuff. To then quite quickly be like, it's all right. Yeah. I've got fucking loads of things going on. Yeah. That's, that's when you know you're feeling okay. Yeah. Mm. And in the past... So once I did a speed awareness course, accidentally didn't sign in properly. Uh. 
And then discovered about half an hour later when I was sitting there waiting for this course to start that I hadn't clicked the button and I couldn't join it. Right. And I was like, it's going to affect my insurance. I'm going to get points on my license. And I had a full-blown panic attack for like the rest of the day. Yeah. Completely knocked me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But actually the next day I just called them and said I couldn't get in. And they were like, that's fine. You can do the next one. Yeah. (laughs) I know. But we catastrophize. That's what we do when when we're not feeling great. Maybe like a year and a half ago, that's how I responded to fucking something up. Yeah. Yesterday I was able to go, okay, that's not ideal. Yeah. But there's a lot going on. I'm only human and it is okay. And I'm in a very fortunate position in that I could find stuff for us to do and afford to get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great. So checking my privileges there, I was able to go you've got nothing to worry about yeah yeah and I told my kids and they were okay yeah good yeah you know all they really want to do is go away with me Mm -hmm. and that's what we're doing yeah yes it's not in the sun (laughs) (laughs) yes I'm gonna have to cook and find food and yeah you know in my head I was like all-inclusive it was just like a billy basic package Mm -hmm. but I didn't care because it had a pool the sun and all-inclusive yeah and then it would have been a break for you as well, which it it's not going to break. be now, but that's that's not the priority. The priority is making sure the kids have had a exactly. holiday. Yeah. So it's not perfect, but we've come up with a solution. They're okay. I don't need to beat myself up. No, not at all. Mm-hmm. That's great. I'm really pleased that that's the reaction that you've had to that. Yeah, I was, in, I was interested to see it. And obviously I am still pissed off at myself and I do want to learn lessons mm. because it is hugely wasteful. Mm. But equally, a friend of mine is now going to go on that holiday. Yeah, good. And it was, like, a really lovely thing to be able to be, like, you can have that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and go and get a rest yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Hopefully lessons learned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, but that could have happened to anybody. And it has. Like, yeah. loads of people reached out on Instagram going, yeah, that's happened to us. Mm-hmm. Um, not ideal, but... It was a nice test of my self-esteem to go, I can actually, like, I have moved on enough now. Yes. I can deal with things like this. I can deal with it. It's not perfect, but it's okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. So, yeah. Mm. And I think all of that has come from just taking action. Mm. And there'll be, and it's not, again, it's not linear. Mm. Some days you feel like shit, other days you don't. Yeah. Depends where you are in your cycle. Yeah, it does, yeah. If this had been last week and I was ovulating, yeah, my head had a meltdown. Completely different response. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, maiden. I know. <laughs> Never mind her. <laughs> oh, she just wants someone to come and rescue me. Oh no. Never mind. It's fine. I rescued myself. Yeah, you did. Uh, okay. I think that's sort of all I really have to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I guess I'll keep you guys up to date. Like, I'm okay. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, I'm hoping that my self-esteem will improve soon. But I think that even the fact that I've noticed that it's affecting things and, like, um, that I'm feeling a bit low at the minute is good progress because I would have just swept that under the rug and tried to get on with things before. Yeah. And you're noticing when and how it's affecting you. Yeah, exactly. Be like, it's almost like you're observing your emotions rather than being in it yeah mm-hmm. as much mm-hmm. which i find helpful to look at it that way around mm-hmm. definitely 
like oh I feel like this on those days and mm-hmm. that isn't that, that thing interesting triggered yeah. this so in, I've got a friend who always says never waste a trigger like why am I triggered <laughs> yes, yeah. like what is it about this situation that's pissing me off specifically yeah. um, and understanding ourselves can I personally think can't do any harm ever mm-hmm. I agree and build self esteem she can be like yeah I'm a bit messy and I'm a bit this that and the other and forgetful and don't check all the boxes, <laughs> tick all the whatever it is, cross all the T's. Mm. But I've got other redeeming qualities. Yeah, exactly. That's okay. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope that's been slightly helpful. I think so, yeah. I always yeah. like to chat it through with you and all of the people that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> if you have any thoughts for Katie. And, yeah, uh, thanks. <laughs> or you relate hard on any of these issues. Um, and self-esteem I think especially post-breakup I just remember feeling like the slightest mistake was just evidence I am terrible yeah exactly that's um, what I'm in at the minute and yeah. I know but I know it's going to pass and let and maybe I'll you know read some alien porn and we'll feel better about it <laughs> I can't guarantee that but it will be entertaining <laughs> okay great <laughs> oh well I love you lots and yeah, I really I love appreciate you, you being here and sharing all of that with us Thank you. Thank you for having me and thank you for letting me share. You are welcome. Bye. Bye now. All right then. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time for another episode of Happily Ever After with me, Hannah Harvey. It would be wonderful if you could leave a review and subscribe. And of course, if you have a friend who might enjoy this episode, please do pass it on. For anything else, you can get in touch with me either through Instagram at mumsdays or my website mumsdays.com.